after last week's rant, I think I'm back to introduce this podcast a little bit more and tell you a little bit about who I am. I think it's important that we question everything. We live in a time right now where we're given all of the chances in the world for so much information, but we blindly follow. And I think that happens with advice also. Millennials are given advice every day by various online agencies that we've cited as as experts in the field. Okay, maybe not experts, but a fucking good read. Wired, Business Insider, Notable, and so many others offer such success stories that many budding entrepreneurs read and memorize and reiterate to make us feel encouraged to become leaders in our own right. But wait, when we read these articles, do we really learn anything from them? I love how easy it is to give advice. I'm giving advice to you right now. As long as you're in front of the camera or have a decent group of followers, people will hang on to your every word. Fame and online presence hold more tenure than education or experience. I mean, I'm not discounting how certain online notables have been able to put ideas into practice. This is how they've got there. But the online social forum is amazing for that. However, What I am discounting is an automatic trust with content publishers because of this. If it's clickbait, it's got to be good. Hence, welcome to rise of microfame. Issues pulling and pushing their way through the shareable content and problems du jour that we want to prove our goodness with by showing shared support by writing an outraged status on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and hashtagging, tagging, headlining, whatever. It's easy to you. It seems productive. You can sit behind a screen and that's what you get. But that's how our social support works. We find something like and we get behind it. Guys, welcome to Kill Your Gurus, a new podcast all about questioning what's going on, really getting to the thick of how social impacts our lives and why the fuck we shouldn't listen. So here's the massive problem with this. When it comes to entrepreneurial exercises, everyone has the ability to create something. Okay, e-commerce, social commerce drives a huge potential for many exciting new businesses. Young, old, small, big, we already know this. This is how Shopify got to where it is. And that gives way to many local brick-and-mortar appendages of such businesses the ability to grow. We saw the boom of Uber. We you know, are growing from a, raw, a small rideshare app to a hotly debated and internationally controversial shift in a dynamic. Airbnb was the same way. Box companies are the same way. We see these awesome catalysts right in our faces. But there's a really big downside. It's all uniquely crafted to make the reader feel good or impassioned when the article is done. Now, one example is actually a relative of mine, well-known YouTuber. Okay, great. She has success, and a lot of people are writing it about it like it was overnight. It took her almost a decade, seven years, in fact. A lot of tears, a lot of crying, but it becomes simpler to show the bright side because people want positive effects in their life to actually get going. But guys, this is not a way to get rolling on your career. 
Okay, we all want to be the next CEO of some Silicon Valley jewel. Okay, not Silicon Valley now, it's Seattle, who the hell knows. But basically, we want to be the next CEO and own the world. From what we see online, this is what you have to do. And I have read, I have researched this through different magazines, from the ones I mentioned before, Inc. Wired, Entrepreneur, uh, Forbes even, Business Insider, New York Times Business, BNNs, Cannabis News, God knows it. But basically they say you got to build on a product or build a product. You find some funding via Kickstarter or VCs, you grow to find an office, you make a million dollars, you retire and travel the world. It's just that super easy. Read any article. But what I find with those people venturing on their own is that so many of the millennial generation, maybe not so much of the younger, but millennials, including me, aren't prepared for those boring, traditional business ups and downs. There's a hockey stick. There's the elliptical. There's different models. Freelancers to retail owners, they just say, if I build it, they'll come. Well, yes, okay, if, if you're connected properly in a new way, that brings us closer to millions of consumers new, uh, worldwide, sure. But we need a fucking reality check, like a slap to the face. We have to keep going, but unlike those millennial experts that have huge hands up from their parents or behind-the-scenes benefactors or made a lot of success through luck, the general populace doesn't see or prefers not to read about the horrible issues, both mental, physical, and emotional, that don't even the biggest companies in the world when they're growing. You know, teens are now opening stores and getting into the business game, and that's awesome. Knowing that post-secondary education doesn't always secure jobs is important, but the fact is, this comes at a cost. We find a niche, and let's say we open a store. We get funding from parents or benefactors, that's awesome. But what they lack is a huge issue on how we look at the how the economy plays out. We don't understand long-term jevity. And I use long-term jevity because it's not just the long-term within a year. I'm talking about five years. Where are your customers going to be? How are your customers going to work? And where are they going to be spending from now until they have another job or until they get a job or until they get out of school? That's a big question that a lot of small businesses can't ask because they're literally living paycheck to paycheck. So a couple of years ago, I was involving running a few comic shops. It was really awesome. I did what I loved. I got to nerd out a little too much to the fact I don't even want to see that shit now. But I built a business, mixed my passions of comic books and Magic the Gathering and being able to teach kids and actually getting behind the scenes and doing a lot of finance stuff. But when myself, a colleague, and the owner started looking at the raw business behind the store, we saw a huge flaw. The owner had no fucking idea what business was about. His business plan was honestly make money, bring people to the store. Okay, that's great. But when he wanted to approach investors, his business plan was at least a grade 12 paper on how to run a shop. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has to be MBA educated, but if you are going to go into business, you need to have the fundamentals of understanding 
financial forecasts, modeling flow, price points, profit retention. Like it, it's insane. The dude actually thought that all he has to do is buy product and people walk through his doors. Okay, he joked about that. Let me be clear before anybody jumps down my throat. But that's how easy it is. You make a Facebook page, they come, you hand out flyers. Um, no. It wasn't a smaller city and the location was questionable, but being that, that it was a small community, okay, we went with it. He had no money for marketing. He had nothing. He had the bare minimum product, location, 12 months, that's it. He, the only place he needed to get online or get, get on with was online, but that was even questionable. So myself, who had worked in so many startups, um, and my colleague who worked for a major Canadian food grocer, like felt his optimism was absolutely horrible in this case. Okay. This wasn't a lemonade stand where people would think, oh, that's cute and buy things. It's a comic store. It's a known industry riddled with sexism, known industry riddled with inequality, exclusivity, and long standing stereotype creepy guys where how are we going to overcome the possible problems that come with it? You know, it's a huge brand to fix. It's not the comics that need to fix. That's great. It's the comic stores. And it's mostly a guy's club, a boy's club. The industry is mostly a boy's club. And even though they have all of this PR coming from Marvel and DC and Vertigo, it's not going to change overnight. There is a problem and they haven't addressed it. So, okay, we have this small little comic store. How are we going to overcome our problems of, of getting known? You know, he thought that five steps laid out by numerous business clickbait sites were the keys to success. Honestly, that's what he thought. Okay. But it isn't, it wasn't. Okay. He wasn't prepared to organize for dead months in which the comic industry, and there's a shitload has. All right. The dead months are when you have unwanted releases, you have movies coming out, you don't have franchises coming out with new books yet. It's super, super hard. It's just like retail. He wasn't prepared for those loyal customers not to be buying anything at all. He wasn't prepared for a small business to have to actively be involved in events and public relations campaigns that might have included a demographic he wasn't too keen on, which surprisingly were small kids. And his online presence, well, in order to rise above the noise, you can't just post shitty camera pics with the same five people on the same five product week after week with the same five people liking. You have to buy ads. You have to forecast. You have to understand who are we bringing in? How are we, we retaining that? You know, in the end, he didn't want our advice. And unfortunately, he ended up closing after losing a lot of money. But this story outlines on how many of our millennials think it'll be. Had he had a VC or an actual business-oriented partner, his referendums of ignoring key customer demographics and involving himself in less sexist attitudes would have never even been allowed. But then again, he probably wouldn't have gotten funding. So what do we do? How do we get from an idea to business? An idea is great. But when you go into business, failure is supposed to be a learning experience. You're supposed to learn how to alter behaviors to do better. But little to small 
to know small business owners think about expanding beyond what they like or what they know. And this is a, a problem that's been happening since the dawn of time. This is damning. A business owner needs to fuel his passion and build on it, but they also need to constantly be thinking of terms of, of how business should improve and change. What worked before may not work in a year or even six months, hell, two months. How do we alter our plans? Well, if everyone who opened a business, okay, learned the basic market functions of their industry, fluctuations, new products, trends, every business would at least do well. Unfortunately, most small businesses open because of a trend and fall after the novelty has worn off or they just don't want to change. I give the example of those damned fucking cupcakes, which I don't, I don't ever want to see. We got donuts now. Enough with the baked goods. Okay? Businesses get funding and dreams are realized in the short term because banks want you to be in debt. But no one prepares for the long-term haul. Okay? And this is what we need to change. If you want to go into business for yourself, educate yourself on basic business necessities. Don't listen to guys like Gary V. Go to the MBNA or go to the MBA courses at your local university, find out what the textbooks they're using, and read them online. Okay, do market research. Look at longevity. Look at financial forecasts. Yes, you may hate math, but guess what? That's going to have to become something you love in order to survive. Okay, and marketing can't just be on Facebook. It has to be boots to the ground and an approach that integrates a lot of man hours and, yes, money when it comes to buying ads. Algorithms change. SEO change. Technology changes. You need to know where your customers are and get at them as soon as possible. Okay? This is what this podcast is about. Okay, I don't know if it's going to last a few episodes or it's going to be for the next five years, but this is what I want to do. I want to go over basic business stuff to help others whom are looking to get into the wild world of entrepreneurial endeavors. I was a naive young kid and I had to deal with lawsuits, good lawsuits, lawsuits of people trying to take advantage of me and one before I was 23. Okay, this is honest shit I need to share and I want to share, not coming from a multimillionaire, not coming from somebody who's actually endorsed, but I'm busting my ass as hard as you are. And yeah, no, I'm not retiring at 30, sorry. I want to help others succeed by using the horrible failures I've experienced to help them learn before they have to fall flat on their ass too. All right, not everyone can go to Rotman or DeGroote or Harvard but relying on clickbait for business sense is just really fucking stupid. So let's inject some business education into this free world online and help everybody actually survive the next Great Depression. Every week, I'm going to be trying to get somebody on board to talk about different aspects, whether that be cannabis, whether that be retail, whether that be crypto, blockchain, meat, whatever industry. You want to get on it? Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's actually involve some really good ideas, but also get some foundations to the people who may not be able to get them elsewhere. Thanks for listening, guys. And don't forget, you can find me on Patreon under the Nerdy Socialite if you want to keep episodes like this going. Have a good one.